That sounds nice. And then we hit play, Rowdy. Unless. The pitch. Swing and a drive into right center. Deep. Warning track. Get up. Get out of here. It's off the wall. Three runs are going to score. There's Jace the Peterson. Swing and a base hit to center. And the Brewers win. Andrew McCutcheon knocks in Jace Peterson with a winning run on a single to center. And they have come from behind to beat San Diego. Yes, sir. Padres, the heart attack crew. Jace Peterson heard Uke there on the call with the triple. And then Andrew McCutcheon in an 0 for 32 slump at the plate. By the way, manager Craig Council after the game said he had no idea that Kutch was in that big of a hole. Kutch up there gets but don't it worry. done. He gets follows it. the numbers, Ebo. Gets it done. And Rowdy, you followed the numbers. You said the... In the razor's edge, you took the Padres, but you said you wouldn't be grumpy about no, it No, I'm actually a little butthurt because of how it happened. You said you're not going to be butthurt today about it. Every single thing. The Brewers, looked, the Brewers looked awful. They won the game. I know, but they looked awful. Like Going into that uh, ninth <laughs> inning, Ebo, they were one for ten with runners in scoring <laughs> position. Basically, Sean Manaya neutralized them pretty much the entire game he was in there. And then all of a sudden, you have arguably this season the best closer not named Josh Hader in the National League go out there, and he's a left-hander, and the Brewers had to face him, mm-hmm, and the mm-hmm. bum couldn't even throw a strike. So you're mad that the Padres no, I closer... No, I would have been I would have been a lot easier to say, man, I was definitely wrong. The Brewers proved me wrong if they would have hung like eight and won like eight to two. But to do it that way, where everything happened perfectly how the Padres would have planned it only to give it to your good closer. Aren't you happy to puke it away? Aren't you happy? The Brewers played spoilers then Rowdy. If the Padres did it all to according to plan. Not when I have money on the Padres, you, you said yesterday that you wouldn't be mad That's about because it. If the I Brewers didn't, won. I didn't see the, did you see the probabilities? They won. Going? Did they you won. see the probabilities it in the ninth inning? That, Rowdy, you sound like an analytics guy now. Did you see the probabilities going into the last day? They have like a 99 point. nine. It was 96 plus percent. So even better for the Brewers to climb Mount Everest to get the win. I knew you'd be angry about it if the Brewers won. I knew no matter what you said yesterday, you'd still be pissy about losing money. If it was, edge. if it was, That's a why sound, you don't bet against no, the teams. If it was a sound, lo- like a sound win. Oh, this is unbelievable. I knew this would happen. I actually knew this would happen. I knew it. I knew it. Uh, Dick Nickerson messaging in here real early. F yeah, go Padres. Brewers suck. They won. I who's Dick Nickerson? I don't, he's, I, don't, he's, I don't know. It looks almost like a bot account, but I'm not sure. I don't know. It's Randy Marsh. Is, but he's like a, he's a Padres fan. Was he from San Diego? Who is Dick Nickerson? Doesn't sounds like a guy who would be from California. Dick Nickerson. He's followed by sounds like he's Packer good. fan Ryan and Mike Becker. Interesting. I bet you would see Dick Nickerson June 8th in attendance. I'll tell you that one. All right, Rowdy, I knew you'd, I knew you'd be upset about losing the bet. I got All right, so Craig Council talking about it. Uh, overcoming all of it, Rowdy. Overcoming all of it. Overcoming at the plate to put together a special ninth inning. Let's uh let's see what Gregory has to say here. 
We'll see. Yeah, there, I mean, there wasn't much going. Manea was tough on us for sure. He he pitched well. He, he's he's good. Man. He, he's tough. You know, they got a, the the bloop to lead off Suter's inning with you know followed by the homer real quick was was frustrating, obviously. But um, you look, that's why there's 27 outs, and you know the inning starts off a little innocently. It's just a base hit against a really good closer. I mean, we put together a really good inning. So you're gonna sit there, Rowdy, and be mad that the Brewers won the game. Yeah, just because of the way that it happened. Give me an eight oh to two. God. Give me an eight to two Brewers win where they thoroughly win. Not a. It doesn't excuse matter how me, it my happened. closer can't throw a strike. They don't ask how. You know the saying. They don't ask how. They just ask how many. And right now, that's another one for the Milwaukee Brewers in the win column. And how many? Well, that's thirty-three wins and only twenty losses for the Milwaukee Brewers. And you're going to be mad about it. I would say to that. Unbelievable. I would say to Taylor Actually, Rogers, very, it's very believable. You know what? How about you take the next couple days off? I don't want to see you at the ballpark. <laughs> I knew I knew Rowdy would be upset if the Brewers won because he put money in the Padres. Oh, man. Unbelievable. Well, Andrew McCutcheon. All right. You want to take your frustrations on a Craig Council a little bit then, Rowdy? It's something you'd like to do. Speaking of Craig Council, you mean the guy that gets bailed out every time he quote-unquote makes a bad decision, which then turns out to be great because people... Nelson Basically. is mad. Nelly's mad the day that the Brewers won on a walk-off or a game-ending single from Kutch, a walk-off. Are you, you're, you're, okay, on a scale of 1 to 10, how mad are you? That no, then I had to watch Steph Curry no, literally no, no, no. choke we'll, it down, we'll, too. We'll get to that. On a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being you know not mad, 10 being irate. The rowdy scale. How mad are you? The Bruce? No, it's like a, it's a solid five. Just because, <laughs> dude, it's four to one, and you completely shut them down all dude, game. Rowdy, I would I would bet you if you ask a hundred people this question, you would be the of Brewers fans. You would be the only one that's mad about it. Everyone else would be like, hell yeah! Did you see the ninth inning for the Brewers? It was absolutely crazy. What a game! You'd be the only one to be like. Mm. Yeah, because I see the horse crap games they play where they lose and it's just disgusting. Okay, they and won. then they come back after playing horribly to get a, a win. This they have twenty the Craig Council just said it, so they have twenty seven outs. What is that, Anita? Ring the bell. Do they do that for wins now? I thought it was just a home run thing. No, it's for it's not a home run thing. It's a who steps up for a big play kind of thing. I thought it was a home run thing. Yeah. It's not. I think you're making this up. Nope. I think Colton Wong rung it first because he got, or was it Willie Adamas? The first guy who rung it was for a home run. Yeah. But during the broadcast, they said it is a bell that is there for anyone that makes a good baseball play that affects the game. Go look it up. I wouldn't lie to you. Okay. Brewer fans, you guys are. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome, man. Loved it. You can go look it up. It's just for any heads up or good baseball play. They have that bell. Ding, 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 ding. Speaking of looking it up, how about the fact that uh, this one just bugs me. <laughs> the Brewers Colton, winning? Colton Wong. What the hell is he doing in the out, in the field? Seriously. Helping the Brewers win. Yep. Really? They, yeah, they won. won last night. Five, Did you see that? five to four. He can thank Manny Machado for not another <laughs> error. <laughs> Man, Manny Machado is the most confusing player ever. You look at the fact that he hit that baseball to Colton Wong. Colton Wong, one, couldn't field it, and then two, he couldn't grab, pick it up and throw it. Well, luckily, I think he walked about five steps out of the box and was still obviously able to get Machado. And then he hits one, hard ball, just barely to the left of what the center fielder would have been uh, in Tyrone Taylor. Taylor actually gets the ball quickly, throws it in, but Manny Machado's like, 
I'm thinking double out of the box and slides <laughs> hey in guys. with the double. The <laughs> hey same guys. guy that probably shouldn't be on second for the base hit that he had up the uh, up the middle is also thrown out on a ground ball to second base. Obviously. Well, how about this, Rowdy? Uh, here's you. You can bitch about Craig Council a little bit. I know it's I know it's up your alley, big mo. So Andrew McCutcheon was the guy to be the hero. I mean, Jace Peterson, the triple nice, but Andrew McCutcheon's the one that had his uh, his walk off. I think the twelfth of his career, if I remember reading that correctly, uh, for Kutch. O for thirty two, entering that at bat. It, but like, go back and see some of those. It's not like he was striking out. O for thirty two. I want to play this clip specifically for Rowdy. Here is Craig Council. Talking about Kutch and him not realizing him struggling the way he was. Take I think time. that's that's probably why. I think you, you see when you think of a guy struggling, you you think of strikeouts and and things like that. And I just there wasn't you know it wasn't kind of out of the ordinary in any way. And here's the other part. It, it messes with your head. It just does, man. It's hard to stay positive. It's hard not to think something's wrong and change things. And it, a lot of it's just kind of stay in the fight, keep fighting, stick to things that have really worked for you in the past. But that's, you know, that's easier said than done when you're going through it. And the last one I wanted to play for Rowdy, 0 for 32, Craig Council had no idea. To be honest, I mean, I was just made aware of what it was going on, with, that he was in a pretty big 0 for stretch, and I, I, I had no idea. I knew he's been grinding for sure, but no idea that he was going through, that it was that, that was the number. So, yeah, I mean, you're ecstatic for him. Yeah, you're like, I think your question says almost happy for him. <laughs> and like, you know, we got the win, but it's just good timing, good timing, saving it, saving it for that. I mean, Kutch was saving it for good timing, right? For the that, Padres. Do you that, believe him? Do you believe he had no idea? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take him for his word. Sure. No, no, I'll I don't. Know. He absolutely knew. <laughs> I'll tell you all I know is that I don't know his exact stats since getting COVID and coming back, but I can tell you he's absolutely sucked ass. One hero last night. I mean, right? I mean Rowdy, by outside the way, of that at bat, has he been good? If no, exactly. If you're just tuning in right now, how Rowdy, would Craig Council not know that? If you're just tuning in right now, everyone. In the state of Wisconsin, that's a Brewers fan. Excited for the win last night, except one Rowdy Razor Nelly over here. He's the only one, I think, in the state of Wisconsin who's a Brewers fan. Even though he excited. said it wouldn't affect him. Uh, hey, listen, that's why you love Rowdy. That's yeah. why we love him. He, he, he never is going to pivot. He always, whatever he believes, he believes he's never going to change that fact. But yes, Rowdy, it says coming back from COVID. He's been awful. Breaked out of the slump last night for the one hit that mattered. Gets it done. And that's why I don't believe Craig Council. If I sit here and watch most of the games, buddy, you manage every single buddy. game. I know you know that he's been terrible. Hey, buddy. And listen, I'm listen sure guy. if they I'm really buddy, hear, I'm sure if they really do abide by their numbers as they say they do, he would know everything. <laughs> or at least he'd have someone in his ear that knew everything. A guy that knows, I mean, they carry around notebooks everywhere with them. They have all kinds of, they got stats about like if someone farted before they walk up, if, how, if they're going to have their batting average raise or lower because of it. That's why I still <laughs> question why. Now, I get he actually let off the ninth inning with a base hit, Keston Hira. Why they continue to run him out there against lefties as it, like a favorable matchup, even though he is statistically the worst hitter in Major League Baseball against, against lefties. lefties. But he happens to also be the fifth best hitter in Major League Baseball against righties. But they still trot him out there every day against lefties. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about this for the roster that was rowdy? The Brewers uh, had to place Omar Narvaez, and we were you guys were talking about this on the on the DM group. Like, what? How many minutes was it before? It was like forty ish minutes. So Omar Narvaez goes down with COVID. That's why they called the kid up from Appleton because they're Alex like, Hall. 
No and, one's going to get here. Yeah. They're like, yeah. I saw yeah. on, on Facebook when they call, or maybe it was Twitter, they called them. People like, Class A? The catcher coming up, Class A? He's really planning on Well, guess what? For everyone out there that was freaking out that they were bringing a guy up from uh, Appleton, guess what? He's gone. He's back in Appleton. He's gone. They say uh, Alex Hall, 22 years old from Class A. Uh, the reason why he was called up, now he's one of Milwaukee's top catching prospects, but he was physically the closest yeah. catcher to he, Milwaukee. He was there. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's the only reason that yeah. they, because he no was one just from Nashville there. was going to get to Milwaukee yeah, by in the 40 game. minutes. Not even like Biloxi, uh, anywhere else. No, but nowhere else was going to be able to get there. So they're like, they, they called, they got on the bat phone to Appleton. They're like, uh, hey, dude, how fast can you get here? Let's go. They so, get him like on a plane, car, helicopter, maybe? Now, do you get, I've always wondered this. If, if if your wife or significant other is having a kid and they're in labor, yeah, and you get in the car to dig him to the hospital, like, sure. do you get free reign to speed? Like, can you? Is it okay if you like, I don't gun it? Think you do, but, but you're having you know, a kid. Like, yeah. I feel like, like you, should, if a cop were like, hey, my wife's giving you know birth here, <laughs> do you get free reign to speed if that's the case? My question for this is, if you're Alex Hall. We gotta get him to Milwaukee. We gotta get to American Family Field, man. Let's a, go, pedal to the metal. And if you get forty minutes, if you get stopped, if you can use the "Hey, my wife is having a baby" thing, maybe you can say, "Hey, we're birthing a career here. We need to get him to Milwaukee." This guy just caught called the show. Uh, the only cop that would, I think, jam up Alex Hoffy was speeding would be one Nelly. If you yeah. like, so, hey, yeah, hey. rules are rules. Rules are rules here, bud. <laughs> Nelly really going through it. He said yesterday when he took the San Diego Padres that if the Brewers indeed were to win, that he would not be upset today. Right out the gates, my man's upset. <laughs> Rowdy, you and Dave had a little bit to talk off air. Well, you know, well, I saw him tweeting last night, and just from his tweets, I, you know, you put two and two together. You don't have to be a genius to figure out that I think Dave was on the Padres as well. David, is this true? Good morning, Dave. <laughs> Good morning, Evo. Um, yes, it is. <laughs> well, Dave, I, I could, I know why you would be. You have no like, you know, affinity for the Milwaukee Brewers, unless you know the numbers are right for you to bet on them or whatever. Rowdy is a diehard Brewers fan. Like he, this is his team, Dave. Rowdy, I think nothing more would make you happier than see the Brewers win a World Series. And therefore, you got to win games to get the playoffs. And once you get the playoffs, you got to win some games to get the World Series and win it. Dave, the best season in Brewers history, they still lost 66 games. So I might as well cash in when they lose them. So, Dave, let me ask you really quick. I would say if you were to poll 100 Brewers fans today, 99 of them would say, what an awesome victory for the Milwaukee Brewers. The only one that would say poo-poo and nay-nay would be one Nelly over here. Dave. Dave. Yeah. Like, what do I... What am I? What am I? Gonna, he promised me that he wouldn't be upset today. Here he is. What do I do? Uh, I would go sun myself. Well, Dave, that's a given, dude. Come on, I'm sunning my balls later today. Dave, what's up, though, dude? So you had the Padres. Rowdy took the numbers. Yeah. So he said, "Give us your best Craig Council impersonation, Rowdy." Well, I basically had my arms crossed. I had probably looked disheveled because I've been called disheveled before on the stream. If I was wearing a hat, I'd probably wipe my forehead and I'd say. Numbers told me to, and then I'd shrug my shoulders. However, what happened? The numbers lied. <laughs> they lost. <laughs> they lost. It was the bottom of the ninth. Brewers are losing four to one. They ended up winning five to four. Woo! 
I know. I, I went. I went to bed. I, I went to bed after that triple. And I can't do it. I mean, <laughs> and then know. Rowdy stayed and up. I, yeah. And, and I and I and I saw it coming after he hit the first guy. So I don't know why I just didn't turn it off right then and there. And then Rowdy stayed up even later to see Steph Curry disappoint him with the yeah, just bed. just to have Steph Curry yeah, be just one of them. That's actually that's actually in the NBA. I think they got they don't play again until Sunday if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. My best bet in that game is Steph Curry um, rebounds and assists over. <laughs> Rowdy was just a game off, huh? Dave, Dave, uh, yeah. for this NBA Finals, we'll get to some Major League Baseball, but for this NBA Finals, though, um, you know, the game's not you're right till Sunday at 7 o'clock. Uh, just in general, who do you got, you know, with your knowledgeable, brilliant mind, who do you got winning this series? In the eyes of Uncle Dave. Well, I, I didn't, but I, I would have taken the Celtics, but I didn't because we know I'm a, I'm, I'm originally from Boston, so I didn't want to get my emotion involved. I mean, I'm not diehard. I mean, I was diehard when they were good. But so, Dave, I like you said that. You didn't want to get your emotions involved. Rowdy, who is a diehard yeah, Bruce I mean, fan, I mean, has got I mean, his emotions I mean, involved. I'm usually good at separating fact from fiction and, and, and fandom from moneydom, but I just didn't, just didn't want to. I wanted to actually enjoy it and try to bet it game by game. <laughs> it's, you didn't want to wake up pissed off the next morning? <laughs> so, Dave, when you're in like, um, and I'm not saying you are, but just in general, like Rowdy over here, we're in a little tough spell. They always say what goes up must come down. Well, I'll say what goes down must come up. Can bad bets snowball? Do you got to stick to your book do you, or your numbers? Like how do, how do you keep going on when you hit a little bad spell? Um, medication. <laughs> Self, self-medication or is that like prescribed by a doctor? Probably both. Um, <laughs> actually, you know, it's it's funny. Um, you, you know, I can you can st- say all day long to you know keep ice water in your veins and don't let it bother you, but I don't care who you are, it does. But the thing to to remember is that you know, and and Rowdy, you think back to when you went on a really really good winning streak. How many of those games could have gone? either way, and they all went your way. I mean, let's face it, you know, most people that are half decent at uh, betting, picking, handicapping, whatever you want to call it, would probably win half of them, maybe. But the difference is those games that could go either way. And when you get on a cold streak, you lose every way imaginable, like last night. But when you get on a winning, when you get on a winning streak, you don't realize that those things do go your way at some point. I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say if I won ten in a row, a couple of them I could have easily lost. Yeah, there's some in there where you're like, oh, man, got a closer to blow it in the ninth for my team well, that was down, yeah. or you know, a huge say in the NBA, a huge spurt late, and you get it where you're kind of like, oh, that was a steal. But yeah, you never really think about it until. It's just like loss after loss. You're like, wow, on the bad end of that one, well, caught another bad beat there. It's easy to magnify the losses, right, Dave? I mean, because those are the ones that hurt. Exactly. But, I mean, if you'd had the Brewers last night, I mean, how would you feel this morning? Would you say, yeah, I called I called Rogers and Dale and two guys in the bottom of the ninth. I, I'm not fact, I, li- I live bet the Brewers in the ninth plus 700. Hell, it might even have been more than that. See, they, they, I like wow. you bringing a little. I like you bring a little calm here when it comes to the, the, the little tough spell we're going right here. I, I, only we just got to dig out, Dave. Dave, there's not a ton of calm in my body. 
Yeah, that's true. Rowdy's a very... I, Mount Rowdy is what I've dubbed it. It's like a new volcano that's a, it's, it erupts every morning around six fifty eight fifty. We're on a losing spell. Highly strong, expecting the best at all times. <laughs> hey, Dave. Um, yes, sir. We need to help. You, I mean, you're a you're a beautiful mind, Dave. A brilliant mind, a handsome man. When it comes to gambling, you are it. Help our guy Rowdy out. What have we got in Major League Baseball that you can help Rowdy out get back on the good foot? He went to UFC as bread um, and butter. Do you have anything in Major League Baseball? Well, it's a tough card today, to be honest with you. Um, it really is. I looked last night. I looked again this morning. And, you know, most of them you're going to have to hold your breath. Um, they're not pretty. I, I, I actually like uh, Arizona over the Pirates. I mean, uh, you know, I, I know the Pirates just manhandled the Dodgers, but they're the Pirates. And Brody's right, got a good Dave, I actually saw a stat on the Pirates. They're Six, or they're zero and six against the Milwaukee Brewers this season, but going into yesterday, they were twenty two and twenty one versus everybody else. Well, I, you know, it, it's funny that all these opinions before the season, and I don't care what sport it is, are magnified one way or the other. You know, I mean, look at the the, the Dodgers are they're not going to win one hundred and twenty games, and you know Pittsburgh's not going to lose one hundred and twenty games, so. Yeah, randomness happens. I but I like Kelly quite a bit. Um, I like the uh, you know one one thing I want. This kind of would be a um, this would be a hold your breath um, bet. But I mean, I don't know how you can bet on Mike Miner. What you say? Um, bet on who, Dave? Sorry, you cut off for Mike a second. Mike Miner. Oh, Mike Miner. Got you. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how you can bet on Mike Miner, and you know what? What if you know the Nationals have just? I mean, they've quietly won. Uh, uh, you know, a few games anyway. Uh, I think that uh, that kid, what's his name, um, Josiah Gray for Washington is probably their best option. And, I mean, how could you possibly bet on the Reds' bullpen? So, you know, I just, I, I, I almost want to fade every guy that either just came off the IL uh, or might have, should have gone on it. I mean, it's not like there was nothing ever wrong. All right, Dave, I like this. I, I don't. Well, I like it, but I don't because I don't know how well if it's a hold your breath kind of bet when my man over here has got the heart beating hard, the, the blood pressure's high, and holding his breath at the same time, that might not bode well for the health of one Nelly over here. I'm just saying. Yeah, but it's Friday. It's Friday. You don't have to deal with him for three days. I mean, we, we, we always are talking off air, but yes. I mean, Monday, yeah. Dave, there's, well, there's one thing about Rowdy is this. He never really lets anything go. So if he does, if there is a hold your breath bet and it comes on the losing end of it on Friday, I'm definitely hearing about it on Monday. I'll tell you that, Dave. Yeah, I, I, I have to admit, I'm, I'm, I, have this, I have similar tendencies. <laughs> I, I actually like the, I actually love your Cubs a little bit. And if, oh. if somebody wants a, a lunchtime bet. All right, give it. Give us the scrubs. Come on. Um, I, I, I think McCullough is an overrated. I also like the over in that game. So, you know, I, I guess what I what I would do if I really wanted to hedge my bet is I would I would take the Cubs at minus one ten and I would take the uh Cardinals uh team total runs over three and a half. All right, Dave, then, I love it. Well, I don't love the fact that it's the Cubs, but uh, Rowdy actually made Rowdy bet on the Cubs which is, this week too. Which is 
What do you want me to tell you? I, I like Joe Musgrove this afternoon. I want you to say whatever you want to say, Dave. I want you to be open and honest because you always are. Dave, I want to tell you about the last time I bet the Cubs in this stretch of losing. <laughs> they were up three to nothing. Then it was started raining. And then Hunter Green was crying and whining on the mound and refused to throw a baseball for like 10 minutes. Then the final score ended up being 20 to five Reds. <laughs> True story. Yeah, I mean, the, I, I witnessed yeah, it. I know. I, I, I remember that game, but the Reds have won like six out of eight games lately. Don't let them get hot, Dave. Don't let them get hot. Hey, uh, did you watch the match at all? I know you're a big Aaron Rodgers fan. Did you watch the match at all? He carried Tom Brady to win that thing. Did you watch it at all, though, Dave? Most of it. Who's a better golfer, Josh Allen or Dave Esler? Um, length or accuracy? Just overall game, David. Um,. Josh Allen. Really? Well, you're better than me, Dave. I already know that. When it comes to the golfing side of things, though, Mr. Esler, how was the game looking in Florida? And I have a surprise for you after you tell me this. Um, it's um, kind of like Roddy's Brewers bet. <laughs> a Roddy Padres bet. <laughs> well, Dave. Well, does this mean you're coming out of the gates playing really well, or are we talking about Finish by hole where it's like you get on the green and then you can't putt? I don't get on the green. <laughs> well, Dave, I have a surprise for you. Maybe it's another, you know, it's another feather in the hat to try and get you up here uh, in Wisconsin. I'll say another, uh, another olive in the Bloody Mary. Rowdy, tell Dave what's happening here when it comes to golf and us. Yeah, we do have our golf tournament August 5th. We'll have a little scramble outing where normally, normally it doesn't really matter if you play well. It's just consuming beer and having fun with friends. I am once again asking Dave Essler to get his ass up to Wisconsin this time August 5th at the lovely coachman's when we get our uh, golf event underway. Just, you know what the answer now, Dave, just think about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we are. <laughs> okay. I'm already thinking, I'm already thinking about it. The thing is, I despise taking golf clubs on a plane. So I'll have to borrow something. You are a I'm lazy. I'm lazy, dude. Hey, I think Hideki Matsuyama's uh, needs some of some I help. do He's think that they, they do have clubs available to rent. They just might be actually wood. It's like the old 1970 uh, clubs. Dave, well, I feel, I feel like I you've got some wood clubs in the garage. Then I have a, then I have a, then I have a built-in excuse. <laughs> Dave. And, and, why, and, why, and why are you not taking the Celtics in game two? Oh, so you're going Celtics. Yeah. Dave? I mean, they have, the line's worse, and they're saying, oh, well, Golden State's just going to rebound and pound the crap out of them, really. <laughs> I don't know about that. No. I mean, that's... Dave? Yeah. I'm thinking for August 5th at Coachman's for a golf yeah. event. I know you said you don't get in the green, but I'm going to go a flyer, a real well, long no, shot. That's, that's because I hold out more often than not. I was going to do a long shot when I do closest to the pin competition. Give me Dave Esler at plus 1,000. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Dave, we love you, well, man. That, let's see. Yep. That's in, uh, that's in Edger- Edgerton. It is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Beautiful Edgerton. Well done. Beautiful Edgerton. The home of Steve Stricker, Dave. Gently rolling landscape line with oaks and willows. Huh. I can come out. I haven't seen a willow tree in a couple of decades. Oh, all right, all right, Dave. There it is. See, you've sealed the deal. You're coming to Wisconsin August fifth. Well, you know why they put uh, willows out on that course, right? Because when we play it, the weeping willows really do cry about how bad it is. <laughs> they weep. 
Dave, we love well, you, buddy. I'll look into flights. All right, all right. Yeah, you do that. No pressure. Dave, we'll follow you on Twitter. Right. Dave underscore Essler, E-S-S-L-E-R. And we love you, brother. Have a good weekend. Nice <laughs> you think he's coming? He's Johnny on the spot there with yeah. the... Uh, Either he's Coachman's like the profile. Either he's like the rain man of knowing like profiles of courses across the country, or he's really quick on the Googles. The Green Bay Packers. Do they have weapons? AJ Dillon, the mayor of Door County, the Quadzilla, the Quad Father himself, was asked that very question. Do the Green Bay Packers have weapons? Here's his response. I haven't been reading up enough. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Just scoffs at it, Rowdy. Scoffs. I haven't been reading up enough. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, I would say you look at that, just one of that dude's quads, you're like, that's a weapon in itself. That's an open carry right there. Rowdy, A.J. Dillon asks, how good can the Packers offense be without Devontae Adams? After he got done laughing at the uh, blue check marks, the national media wonks. He said this. I think we can be exceptional. Um, obviously, we, there's still so much work to do, but you know we got weapons up and down the offense, um, defense too, but obviously I work with the offense every day. Um, I mean, everybody's so capable of playing, and the great thing is I think we have a lot of depth, especially speaking in the running back room. Uh, we got five, six guys in there that are all capable to play at a high level. And uh, we're pushing each other every day. So I'm really excited about our group, really excited about the offense as a whole. Uh, I think we're, we got a lot of weapons for sure. Uh, so Matt LaFleur wants to kind of turn it to more of a run-heavy team. And then you got Aaron Rodgers a little dinking and dunking, and we know he can hit the deep you know, ball once in a while. We'll see who that receiver will be. Well, Rowdy, can the Green Bay Packers? Yeah. When, the, when people talk about Matt LaFleur, the Green Bay Packers, and like kind of the new philosophy of running the football first, yeah. almost like – the Tennessee Titans where Matt LaFleur came from or almost like the San Francisco 49ers where um, obviously Shanahan coaches and LaFleur was one of his guys and underneath him. Mm -hmm. So it kind of makes sense. Obviously Aaron Rodgers is aging, but when, (laughs) when they, when people talk about, well, obviously they want to run the football more and blah, 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 but we still have weapons. I actually think of a baseball movie Uh, Do tell and I I think of Moneyball with Brad Pitt and obviously Jonah Hill. Because if you remember, um, what is it? Um, oh, what's his name? The actor. He passed away. Um, Hoffman? Oh, Philip Seymour Hoffman? Yeah, yeah. I knew it was like three names. I couldn't think of what it was. All right, yeah, he's the manager in the movie. Art He continuously runs out the lineup against the wishes yep, yep. of... Obviously, Billy Bean, Billy Bean, and then more or less Jonah Hill, the computer guy. Mm -hmm. And he continuously runs out Carlos Pena at first base, (laughs) not Scott Hatterberg. And then finally, Brad Pitt goes, well, F you. I'm trading Carlos Pena. I don't care what you say, because that means you have to play Hatterberg at first base. Yeah, I will manipulate the roster. So you have to play guys in certain positions. It makes me think of that with the Packers. It's like, I will manipulate manipulate the fact that we don't have any wide receivers, so you can't throw the football. <laughs> we are going to be running. The we football. are running the we are run first, all right, Rogers? 
All right. Okay. Now I know they grant granted that's a little tongue in cheek because obviously they drafted Christian Watson. They drafted Romeo. Dubs. But again, have not drafted they a wide receiver in the first round. Samari Toure. No wide receiver in the first round. They brought a couple other wide receivers in it's from camp. But that's kind of what I think of. It's like. They didn't really go out and get any free agents. They didn't spend a first-round pick the last three years on clearly good guys that are going to come in and be playmakers. I mean, just look at some of the guys in the last two classes that have already played. There's been some really good rookie and second-year wide receivers the last two years, and this draft was supposed to be pretty heavy in the first handful of wide receivers. They didn't go up and get them. They didn't do anything, and we're continually being told that they're going to run the football. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say, like, you know, if you keep doing the same thing year in and year out, I mean, that's the definition of insanity and you're expecting different results, right? Well, the Packers, I mean, they're going to have a different look than years gone by. I mean, usually we see and no Aaron Rodgers slinging it down the field. I mean, he's one of the greatest to ever do it. The Packers this year, if, if you take them by their word and the hype that's around there, you're going to have a top five defense and you're going to have two running backs or a running back room that's got a lot of depth that's going to be able to pound the rock, and then obviously got Rodgers, who's surgical. The Packers, what have we known from them for years and years gone by, Rowdy? A terrible defense, and Rodgers putting the team on his back and winning it, and you're like, you have flashes of running backs, right? Like Eddie Lacy for like a year and a half. Then you have, you know, a little Ryan Clark throwing in there. Um, Cedric Benson, I think, ran for 1,000 yards a year. Yeah, so you've had little flashes. Now, you know, Aaron Jones established, A.J. Dillon. Also R.I.P. Yeah, RIP to him as well. Aaron Jones established. A.J. Dillon looking like he's the part. Remember when uh, they went against the Tennessee Titans and A.J. Dillon absolutely punked Derrick Henry out on the field? I mean, the Packers, Rowdy, I am excited to see what they bring to the table with a run, kind of a run-first team with a strong defense. And Aaron Rodgers, you know, on her center can be surgical. I think this is going to be a nice little fun season. It's going to be different, but it's going to be a fun season. But I do think if some of these wide receivers don't pan out, like if all of a sudden Randall Cobb is back, well, I shouldn't say all all of a sudden he's back to his injured ways. He's been oft injured since like 2015. But if Randall Cobb continues to get injured, if Sammy Watkins comes up with an injury, say Christian Watson doesn't pan out, Romeo Dubs doesn't really do anything, and then you have Alan Lazard and a bunch of either old tight ends in Mercedes Lewis. Nobody's as in like the Dominic Daphne's of the world and the Josiah DeGuara's and an injured Bob Tunyon that doesn't come back to a hundred percent with the knee. <sighs> That's going to be extremely hard to throw the football to Alan Lazard. Cause people were criticizing Aaron Rodgers when he threw it to Devonte to Devonte Adams only? every single time. Mm. But if that, if there are so many guys that either don't live up to expectations or, or they're injured because they're just aging. And it looks like he's going to force it to like Alan Lazard or have to throw to like Mercedes Lewis consistently. That's not going to look good. Speaking even, of- even if you can run the football pretty well, just having like one or two guys to be able to throw to that are even what you would consider. Okay. Yeah. Like guys still have to get open. Oh, they have to. Yeah. Well, speaking of not looking good, Rowdy, it's every man's worst fear. A.J. Dillon did it during the offseason. He shaved his head because he started to lose his hair too much where he couldn't hide it anymore. I'm looking at a picture of Aaron Jones right now. I mean, he's got the awesome dreads, like a great hairstyle. I was going right? to say, doesn't he have dreads? You do it. I'm going to forward you this picture. My, my man, the, the, the hairline, it's like falling back. It's like, it's like, it's like 
past his ears. Maybe that's like, why he has dreads. I think that's why he likes wearing a helmet and a hat. Every man's worst fear, losing that hair, man. I'm, I'm going to send you the picture right now. I'm going to DM it to you. There he is. There's Rowdy. That's, I feel bad for my guy. Aaron Jones right there. Good thing you got a lot of money, dude. Hair plugs. Oh, yeah. That is that is falling that's back that, quick. Yeah. I, oof, I that's feel, why he's holding on. That's why he's holding on to the dreads. Man. <laughs> All right. So, Rowdy, Juwan Winfrey. Hey, listen, guys, I get it. So (laughs) I'm not up on all my hairstyles here, but (laughs) clearly he's got dreads. Yeah. But you know when you know when you have like a a mullet and there's no top, it's It's, the skullet. skullet. Yeah. If this goes back much further, whatever the dreads with nothing on top is. He's getting he's close to that. Maybe that's the new look, you know, the skullet. Didn't Kimbo, Sli- uh, Kimbo Slice, did he have kind of a haircut like that? Uh, all right, another guy, R.I.P. <laughs> Didn't Kimbo Slice have this, like a skullet thing rocking? Yeah, like, he kind of did at the end. Yeah, I mean, he was... And listen, you were never going to tell Kimbo Slice that his haircut was bad. You weren't going to look him, Kimbo Slice square in the face and say, hey, dude, do you, do you need to do something about that? No, no, no. Trunk go hard like Kimbo Slice, dude. All right, Roddy, but Juwan Winfrey. Man. Jawan Winfrey. Except for when he fought Dada 5,000. Dada 3,000? 3,000, 5,000. No one went hard in that one, but they almost both had heart attacks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about... Who had they Kim- went hard for 10 seconds. Who had Kimbo Slice on their bingo card today? Uh, Jawan Winfrey. Or Dada 5,000. <laughs> what is it? 3,000 or 5,000? I think it's 5. I'm just going to do this. I'm going to Google it. Dada, Dada 5,000 heart attacks. It is 5. Well done, Rowdy. It is 5,000. I'm glad. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to shortchange those 2,000s there, buddy. 2000 there. Uh, Jawan Winfrey, though, says despite losing Devontae Adams, convinced that there'll still be a one strong offense in the NFL. You know, being here, being here for this is going to be my third year, you know, um, there's a reason why this, this team wins every year. You know, it's the culture, it's the standard that's set. No matter who's out there, you know, if Tay's not out there, the game's not going to be a fall off. You don't ever see the game just because Devontae's out there fall off like that, you know, because it's the standard. It's the quality of play that has been set here. And, you know, we, we look at it and we get taught every single day how we should play this game and how a Green Bay Packer plays at wide receiver. So I feel like, you know, just having that standard, this leadership with Cobb and, you know, being here behind these guys, I think that is going to um, help drive this one. Did he just tab Cobb as, like, the guy? Yeah, I think he kind of did there. But, okay, so I just laid out, like, kind of worst-case scenario, what-ifs with the receiving core. Yeah. But what I actually think would happen is I still think Randall Cobb will be a guy that's dinged up pretty much throughout the season. I mean, he's been that the way tr- the last tr- six years. Track record, right? I do think Sammy Watkins does have a bit of a bounce back. Though. Well, he's been a guy that's banged up too, but I'm a, I'm a, I, I think, lo- I like Sammy Watkins. I think he has a bit of a bounce back and they squeeze the last little bit of juice that there is in that fruit. And then on top of it, I would say looking at the rookie wide receivers, Alan Lazard is going to be the constant for me. I think yeah. Oh, yeah. he's the best wide receiver in the room, but looking at the rookie wide receivers, I think you're going to see flashes for Christian Watson, but he'll also be the most frustrating. Wide receiver. Gonna be a breakout. The, can the, I say that? Well, I, that's what I, me and Ben were talking. I think Romeo dubs will be better than Christian Watson yeah, you, week one. Yeah, You said that well, yesterday, two days ago. And I think Christian Watson will be the most frustrating wide receiver because he's going to have the highest expectations. He's going to have the speed. He's going to have the size, but he's also going to bring the drops and it'll be like, he'll make a really nice play here. Ping pong hand. Who said that? Was a Heilprin say that ping pong hand? I think it was. was Someone said ping pong hand, but I think he's a guy that's going to make like an incredible play and you're going to get really high on him. And then all of a sudden come back with like two straight, really bad drops. And everyone's going to be like, 
pissed off. Like, I think that's kind of going to be his rookie such as, year. Such as life as, think, a, as a sports fan. I think dubs will be more consistent, but obviously when you look at the two and their ceilings, just based on size, speed, and attributes, Christian Watson probably doesn't probably has the higher ceiling, but I think dubs will be more consistent first year. And then you got a lot of who the hell is going to fill in after those first four or five guys. A lot of potential for guys to step up. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of guys that are probably pretty low on a lot of other receiving rooms. Like your Taylor's of the world, Rogers of the world. Rogers makes the wide receiver. Jawan Winfrey, who Aaron Rodgers supposedly likes. We always forget about Amari Rodgers, too. I don't think we ever bring him up. I think there's a reason for that right now. But he's in the best shape of his life. Said the wide receivers coach. And he's one of the only guys that's still going to be under contract moving forward after this season. Because yeah. if you look at it, Randall Cobb's in his last year. Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins is on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. You have... Well, Alan Lazard has not signed his tendered contract. But is currently on a one-year deal. Yep. And then you have the Jawan Winfrey's, the Malik Taylor's, and some of those guys that are the like end of the roster. They're all on their restricted free agent seasons. And then it's all the rookies and Amari Rogers. Yep. All right. There it goes. There's the weapons. AJ Dillon, run the ball. Uh, I do believe last week we were talking about a Deadpool. And if Raphael had a, uh, a Deadpool of celebrities, Raph, did you have a who would be axed as Joe Girardi just fired? As manager, did you have in who will be axed next for Major League Baseball managers? I did one. I think before the season started, he was pretty close uh, up there. I think I had maybe the line, uh, the Tigers, uh, Kansas City, you know, those the bottom teams up there. But I'm shocked at the great World Series manager, uh, great Joe Girardi, uh, is out as a place. I thought they would give him a little bit more leeway, uh, maybe a, a couple more weeks. Uh, I actually thought Tony LaRusso might be the first one to go, but the great Joe Girardi is out. Could you say that one more time about Joe Girardi? You said what about Girardi? The great World Series manager, former Chicago Cub. The great Joe Girardi. Done. Did you hear that in there? (sighs) (laughs) Maybe to the minds of those that are living 15 years in the past. (laughs) Raph, that would be Ben. He's a... from Philadelphia. Big Girardi guy. But the thing is, Raph, he says we're living 15 years in the past, but he would do anything to go back 10 years into the past when the Phillies were good. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Phillies organization does not go well for managers. That's Ryan <laughs> Sandberg. I mean, if I'm, a, if I'm a manager looking for a job, Phillies is probably on the bottom of my list. For some reason, they just don't go Raph, well there. it just sounds like they like to spit in the face of Hall of Famers. Throw batteries at you. Yeah, that's yeah. I mean, so, but it's a tough town. I love Philly. Great food, great foodie town. But man, it's a tough town to do. Player, manager. Oof, I wouldn't want to be over there. Yeah, the best thing to do is leave. Right. All right. <laughs> that's why Ben's in there. <laughs> Ben's here with us. Ben loves us. We love you, Ben. All right, Raphael. What's good, man? How you been? What's going on? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Nothing. You know, it's just a good. Hey, can you give me some love? The, the I always give you love, dude. The Cubs beat the Cardinals yesterday. That's a that's a win for both of us. You yes, guys had a thank great you. Thank you. Win. You guys had a great come behind win yesterday. Your Brew Crew, Ooh. but the Cubs beat the Cardinals yesterday. <sighs> the enemy of my enemy is my friend, but I will never be friendly with the Chicago Cubs. Raph, I have to ask you about a, you know when it comes to gambling uh, with teams you you know and you love and yada yada yada. So Rowdy over here, he is the biggest Brewer fan I know. He took the San Diego Padres to beat the Brewers last night. Brewers win bottom of the ninth, uh, down one to four, end up winning five to four. 
and he is pissed today that he lost the bet and the Brewers won. Any any advice to get Rowdy back? Like, I mean, the Brewers are his favorite team. I don't even know how to react to this. When it comes to gambling, you just have to throw your favorite team to the side. Uh, <laughs> you can't get mad if your favorite team. He promised you me yesterday favorite... he wouldn't be mad. Now he's pissed today. Yeah, uh, you just have to throw it to the side. I'm a huge, you know how big of a Cubs fan. I bet against them all the time. I mean, and I root for them to lose because money's better than favoritism when it comes to me watching sports. So uh, you just got to throw that to the side. All right. All right, Raph. Well, Raph, how about this? Uh, I don't want to, when it comes to your prowess of setting lines and you're always like, you know, in the national media as you do crazy stuff, you do this every year and I always chuckle. How does, how did this national spelling bee go for you and your books? <laughs> Uh, it actually went pretty well for, for us. Uh, it's a, you know, it's now that it's not on ESPN, we didn't get as much action as we normally do because uh, the ESPN was showing. I mean, I can't even I can't even remember what channel I think what channel was on. But uh, we won a lot of people betting male. I don't understand because for some reason every time I blink my eye, a female wins. So. Uh, uh, Mrs. Miss Logan was your winner, female. She had glasses. I was going to so say, bet, will the winner have glasses, yes or no? And yes is the plus 170. Yeah, plus 170. So, I figured they all uh, have glasses, all those Poindexters. Uh, no, but I, someone, this is kind of me, someone actually requested, hey, can I cash my tickets for the winner who had braces? Because she needs braces. So uh, I said no. I thought that was I thought that was a mean uh, uh, request that I got, but funny at the same time. Did you oblige the request, or did you say get lost, dude? Uh, I, I I laughed and I said no. <laughs> and I said no. Well, how about this, Raphael? Something I laughed a lot about was the stupid Amber Turd, uh, Amber Heard, and Johnny Depp, whatever the hell it was, and obviously Johnny Depp. Uh, one, so Amber Heard, I think, what, it was $10 million, but she's only worth eight. Well, I, don't I think really, it was 15 but. I don't really give a crap at the end of the day because I don't care about celebrities and, you know, these, both of them are kind of turds. But I love what you sent out. Will Amber Heard be completely edited out in Aquaman 2? Will she join OnlyFans by a certain date? Uh, Johnny Depp doing another Pirates of the Caribbean movie, whatever you say, movie. Will he be in Beetlejuice, uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice? Juice too, excuse me. How much money in play do you get? Because obviously this captured the nation's eye. We had, we got quite a few action uh, on it just because I released these uh, prop bets right when the, uh, the, and it was announced uh, who won and stuff like that. So I had a lot of these in the chamber ready to go uh, as soon as uh, the court hearing was done. So I, it was pretty easy to uh, make some money because that's what everyone was talking about uh, that day. So. Uh, a lot of people loved Amber Heard getting engaged next to, so uh, I thought that was it. Yeah, you were ready to roll, Raph. There was no way you were going to crap the bet on this one. No, I was not going to crap the bet, but I would blame my cat uh, if I did anyway. <laughs> oh, unbelievable, man. Uh, will she? I just, I just don't even care. <laughs> Sorry, Raphael uh, joining us right now. VSI Doc Sports Twitter. You can find my bookie, uh, Doc Sports, as well. Raph, you working on any uh, other crazy entertainment prop bets, my friend? Well, I don't know if you watched uh, any of the Stranger Things yet, but the last two episodes are not airing until July. So I'm going to re- reapply some of those prop bets that I had out earlier and do ones for the last two uh, episodes. So I'll be working on those uh, today. So uh, it should be interesting. Uh, you'll probably, probably do 11 nosebleeds again. I did how many she would have throughout the whole uh, season, stuff like that. Who's going to die? Maybe we'll 11 and Hopper reunite uh, in season four. So I got, I got some stuff for volume twos coming out. Okay, interesting. I, I Full disclosure, I kind of dropped off after season two. I haven't, I haven't, I got to pick back up on it. It's been a while since I, 
I don't even. I, I don't know what happened in season three. No idea. So I have to get into it. Have you been watching Obi Wan, Raph? Uh, hello. Yeah. I mean, I, finally, we were talking on the air. Finally, they made Dave Darth Vader an ass. I, I'm sorry to say that on TV, but he was evil. You say ass. It was. Just, it, was it was. It was great to finally see. He should be the world's worst villain in any movie ever made, and they made him kind of soft throughout the old movies. I'm glad that they made him evil uh, in Obi Wan. Yeah, that, that, I watched the new one last night. It was. It was badass. It, Vader just. I won't spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it. All right, so, Raphael, uh, when it comes to some sporting stuff right here, I mean, we're kind of just what? Who do you got? We got the finals going on. We got some baseball. Other than that, kind of the doldrums a little bit. Who do you got winning the NBA finals as the Boston Celtics take game one? Who does Raph got for the whole series, you personally? I had the Warriors in six, even though that's before yesterday's game. I still think it's going to go six or seven. I'm going to stick with I'm not going to backtrack because they lost game one. Uh, but I thought that so far, I think the NHL playoffs have been more entertaining than any. I think no one's going to probably be Colorado. Love to see maybe the Rangers go in there. I uh, just I don't want to see a three-peat. But uh, I, I see Colorado and NHL. I'm still sticking with the Celtics, and uh, and I still have the Blue Jays winning the World Series. The Blue what? The Blue Jays. I know, but you got to get on the Brewers train, dude. Your Cubs are lost. I know they beat the Cardinals, but your Cubs are lost this year. It's time to get on the Brewers train, dude. Come on. I can't backtrack on what I said before the season. So I like the Blues. They're going to easily win a division. Well, yeah. And then they're going to easily go to the World Series and win it all. Come on. I would love to see them. I don't want to see the Dodgers. So I'll, I'll, I'll root for the, Brew, uh, the Brewers that win the NL. All right, I'll take it. I'll baby steps, Raph. We'll get you on that Brewers train once they uh, are about to hoist the World Series trophy, okay? Raph, we love you, buddy. If we want to find all your stuff, how can we do so? Find me on Instagram at Raphael Esparza, Twitter, VSI Doc Sports, mybookie.ag, and docsports.com. You demand, Raph. Have a great weekend. Take it easy, guys. See you, buddy. There he is, our guy, Raph. Amber Turd. Ben, I heard you and Billy Mike's talking about that yesterday. You guys really breaking it down for Amber Heard. I didn't do much following. I don't know. You're such a TMZ kind of guy. I didn't do any following of the story. I have no idea what happened. Apparently, there was some. The only thing I really know is that she pooped in the bed. Yeah, there were some feces involved. Who pooped the bed? New episode of Kenny and Heilprint up. Podcast machines, wherever you podcast your podcasters. or um, What? Uh, Ben Kenny was talking yesterday about it. Ranking the tiers of quarterbacks for Kenny and Heilprin. Where'd Graham Mertz fall? Graham Mertz was in the... Uh, I'm pulling it up Wait, now. hang on. What were the tiers? I should start there, actually. There is the... I can't wait till he leaves for the NFL because, good God, he's an absolute stud tier. That's not Mertz. That's CJ Stroud. The... I guess he might be good because other people think so tier. Peyton Thorne and Aiden O'Connell. Okay. The... I am petrified of his potential tier. Casey Thompson at Nebraska. J.J. McCarthy, Michigan. Okay. The he is a Big Ten quarterback tier, Cade McNamara. Okay. The how the hell is he still in college tier, Tanner Morgan, Minnesota, Sean Clifford, <laughs> Penn State. That's funny. I'm kind of starting to get there with Graham Mertz. Then the I have no idea if this is his year, but he's shown potential, but he hasn't looked good. But damn it, I want him to be good tier. And that's Mertz. Yeah, that's Graham Mertz. You had a lot of tiers there. I was kind of starting to think every quarterback was going to fall into their own tier. No, there is the <laughs> reason the Big Ten is a running conference tier. Ryan Holinsky. Oh, there's Tommy more DeVito, tiers. Okay, yeah. Noah Vedral. The Heisman against non-conference teams, but sucks against the Big Ten. Talia Tagovailoa. The nice pronunciation. It is organizational malpractice to start this guy under center tier. 
That is Spencer Peters at Iowa. <laughs> the I have absolutely no idea tier, Connor Bazelak, Indiana. And the I thought he was so good, but then he made me look stupid and ended up transferring out of the conference tier, Adrian Martinez and Michael Penix Jr. A lot of tears, but yeah. Michael Penix Jr. really fell off after ACL surgery. Yeah, injuries really got him, but man, was he good in 2020. And Graham Mertz is in the, he's showing, what was it again? Showing potential, but wanted to do good tier? I have no idea if it's the year, but he has potential, but he hasn't looked good, and I want him to be good. Interesting. I'm. Yeah. I would almost argue that he would fit in a lot of those different tiers, depending yeah, on the no, game. I, I agree. But so Kenny and Heilprin up. It was obviously the Brewers were on last night, so you guys have it. And it's always in podcast form, but podcast form, go get it. Great show. Well, there's this on Ohio State, and Ben, I know you've been a crusade of the NIL topic, and I love when Marquette Pete, then Pete from Manila would call in to get you, but it's Marquette Pete now. But check this out, Ryan Day has put an actual dollar figure on what his program needs to maintain a championship-caliber roster in college football's new world of name-image-likeness. Ryan Day has said they'll need $13 million in NIL money just to keep their roster intact. $13 million just to keep the roster intact. So think about the context, though. He was at a business local business meeting in Columbus. Mm-hmm. So the message is pretty much and I don't know if that's the exact dollar figure. That's what he said. Right. But the message there is but what I'm, I'm gonna tell say? you guys to raise more money Just without I, I'm not allowed to say it, but say I'm what? telling you guys to do more. Oh okay. Yeah he said quote one phone call and the players are out the door. We cannot let that happen at Ohio State. I'm not trying to sound the alarm. I'm just trying to be transparent about what we're dealing with. And quote, or, uh, Ryan Day does also not feel that $13 million figure is going too far when it compares to other schools and what they're doing and could do in the future with NIL. I mean, one would argue that $13 million for the roster they have monetarily is kind of a bargain. Yeah, because there's a lot of uh, talent. Isn't that Ohio State team going to be like one of the best well, teams? Well, you could argue that Stroud by himself next year will be making like what? Five to ten million dollars on the uh, three. rookie deal. I thought it was higher tiered based three on where you drafted. Uh, Bryce Young, the Heisman last year, was making one to two. No, no, no. I'm saying when he gets drafted into the NFL. Oh, yes. So he his value in the NFL is between five and ten million, probably right now. I love this little analogy Ryan Day had. If the speed limit's forty five miles per hour, and you drive forty five miles per hour, a lot of people are going to pass you by. If you're going too fast, you'll get pulled over. Quote Ryan Day. Yeah. But then what are the badges I could, driving? Twenty five? I, I could just hear I could just hear Paul Christ in the background there. Can you please read that again? The the speed limit quote? Yes. If the speed limit's forty five miles per hour and you drive forty five miles per hour, a lot of people are going to pass you by. And then I can hear Paul Christ if this was Paul Christ talking saying, But you know, we just are thankful for the opportunity to be driving. You just gotta keep driving and you'll finally get there. You'll finally break free. You're gonna appreciate the journey. We'll appreciate all of the sights and sounds along the way, but we just gotta keep driving. Well, if if he's talking about if you're getting passed by, <laughs> if you're going to the speed limit, you're getting passed by. What speed is Wisconsin going in NIL on the forty five mile per hour road that the proverbial road? I don't want to use this as a slight against Wisconsin. Then, Rowdy, what speed is Wisconsin going? 25. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. But, like, this is the thing. 
Wisconsin doesn't I'm not need. Sliding, I'm not sliding Wisconsin. I'm being honest. Right. It, the only time you're going to need that much to say keep a roster intact is when you're recruiting in the top five in the country, which Wisconsin has never done and will never do. So they're like they're in an okay spot. I, I'm not sounding alarms because Ryan Day says things like this. Like well, I don't Wisconsin, think he's wrong. I don't think he's wrong either. But the thing is, Wisconsin is never going to have all the players that need that. But what Wisconsin does well is once they're in the building, they're most likely going to stay. And they have obviously captivated or cultivated some very good players through that. But so like Wisconsin is going to go the they're going to put cruise control on the speed limit and go at 45. If and lucky. I, I for this analogy, I'm curious because if Ohio State's going 45, this is clearly no autobahn. <laughs> Because we can go as fast Ohio, as you want. Ohio, Ohio State is one of the top rec- recruiting schools in the country. There, therefore, if you're starting to really look at the one double A schools, or maybe even some of the worst small Power Five schools, are they even in a car? <laughs> I mean, that's a good question, Rowdy. What, what would they be? Yeah. In? <laughs> Jogging a slow <laughs> jog. Oh yeah, maybe ca- maybe trying to hitchhike along a, the way. A casual well, walk. Well, pick them up then. Given the context, they are, say, in a slow jog with a group of 45 to 40 other schools that are also walking, right? Like there are only a couple of schools that are in a Ferrari ripping 200 down to 45. Well, that's why I find it kind of funny because obviously what speed limits around here fastest is 70. Mm -hmm. If Ohio State's going 45. Well, what's Alabama Who does he think's going 70? Alabama? Yeah. Ohio State and Alabama are at a very similar place, I would say. I just think it's hilarious when, like, everyone is still getting used to this NIL world, and then you see Ryan Day come out. It's like, just to keep our roster intact, we need $13 million. Then you look around other schools, you're like, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. I mean, I view his, like, when Saban went up in front of those local businesses and said, hey, look, Texas A&M bought their whole class we kind of need more to compete. I, I just think it's those guys campaigning, but they're not allowed to go and no, say no, they're definitely campaigning. pay them more. I think it's a campaign more than a, than a number that's going to... Has Wisconsin tried to campaign at all? And... No. And has... Have you and Bill Michaels made any waves with the big unit cruiser? Yeah. Has that, no. has that went anywhere? In Quick Trip? Bill said he was interested, but nothing has been made. Get the big unit cruiser. I think we're going to have to put a proposal together. Do a little quick trip thrown in there. Um, maybe we can install some Pella windows. One, because I just want to see you guys cruise around. <laughs> in a, <laughs> I want you reading a map on there, Ben, picking up all these recruits. Not old school, a map. Yeah, and okay. driving them to Ohio State? No, no you don't. You, you you, you, maybe that's the thing. Maybe we actually take the big unit cruiser down to the Ohio State campus, round up their players, Tell them we're going for a little road trip, and then we we end up uh, enrolling them into Madison. Yeah. No. All right. No. Ben doesn't like this topic. He gets all. T- no, it's not that I don't he like gets it. All touchy it's over a, it. I like. He doesn't, I, he doesn't like the fact that Wisconsin's on. No, I don't trying. want to rip Wisconsin not, every time we ben, come on and do you're this. You're not ripping Wisconsin when you're being honest. It's I'd the say truth. Wisconsin right now on the on How the surface. It, it looks like Wisconsin is ripping themselves off. By I love not Wisconsin. Doing it. My I, honest opinion is Wisconsin. that they're still going to be in the same spot they've yeah. always been at. But I don't think 
Like if they dive in like Ohio State has. It's not, I, it's not dive. I'd just say try. Like, and I asked you, is Wisconsin even trying? But I don't know how no. much of a difference it's going to make. Well, everyone at least made, try. Everyone made a huge deal about Graham Mertz. I mean, this was a kid that was a four-star borderline five-star. Then he goes to the high school all-star game, lights it up, sets some records. What was it for touchdowns or yards? Whatever it was, no one cares anymore. But do you think they ever even recruit a Graham Mertz type caliber quarterback again with NIL? Uh, no. So like, that's the thing. So it, like, in my like, opinion, it made Wisconsin worse. Why don't they just like, I know that I'm sure they're trying and will try, but you don't hear anything. It's like, if, if you're a single, if you're single, you want to go out and get that smoke show, but you never leave your house. How the hell are you going to meet someone? How are you going to go out there? How are you going to go out there and recruit some smoke show? Dating apps and Photoshop. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying. But it's like, hard when you dating apps and Photoshop. But it's hard when you get into public and all the other say guys. That's at the why bar. you got to start being a peacock, Match. man. You got to start saying, "Look at look at we got here. Here's but our all, stuff. Here's look at Judith Faulkner of Epic's going to give us a bunch of money." It, it's hard when all the other guys at the bar make five mil a year. Yeah, but I mean, and are ben, made of money. Meanwhile, you're on a you know normal what did, person's what did, salary. What did Michael Scott quote Wayne Gretzky is saying? You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Wayne Gretzky. Sure. I Michael would like Scott. to see them try. I just don't know how much of a difference it's going to well, yeah, make. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I'm just, that's what I'm trying to say is you got to try. I just feel like if you're not at least trying, you're falling behind. Yeah. You'll no, never they, be. We were talking about whether it was your boy, um, Khalifa. Saeed Khalif. Khalif. You're thinking of Wiz Khalifa. But anyways, yeah, Saeed Khalif. We had talked about how they were getting a little bit better and a little bit better, probably going back about five years ago. Now he left, but they had since have recruited pretty well. But it Not seems like he's left. The last five years, the recruiting level has went up and up. And now I feel Until like he left without going after NIL or or anything like that. You're just going to go back to where you were. They're already back to where they were. And I love Wisconsin. I'm not ripping on them. We're just being honest. Yeah, yeah, I know. Some people your age, man, or younger people, like when you are truthful and honest, they think it's insulting. Like that's I'm not insulting Wisconsin. I'm not saying you, but I'm not insulting. Well, kind of. I'm not insulting Wisconsin. I'm just being honest. I I just think that when you have the conversation about college football, putting Wisconsin and Ohio State in the same sentence is unrealistic. I think sometimes you have to insult people to wake them up. You got any words of advice then for Wisconsin? <laughs> Spend some money. <laughs> Go over 45 miles an hour. I don't know. Here's what, but again, I, I said this, uh, what, last week? If you ask me, Ohio State, Wisconsin, when the game time has happened on ABC, Wisconsin's winning. Ooh. See, like, they're going to have to find the Jonathan Taylors of the world that were three-star recruits that all of a sudden got there, and they're like, holy cow, this guy's amazing. Yeah, Jalen Berger. That, yeah, the guys that fell through For, the cracks. Uh, but they don't come around very often, Braylon especially I mean, when you can pull in like teams like Ohio State and Alabama can pull in 25 stars. Yeah, some of them probably will be busts. But guess what? Majority of the time, they're pretty damn good. Deacon Hill, it's time. <laughs> that guy, <laughs> Deacon Hill. Hey, where'd he fall in your, in your tears? I didn't really do it for backups. Oh, I'm... He's, not he's ready. the heir apparent. He's not ready to see the field. I don't think Deacon Hill's fallen through any cracks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He is. Uh, he's thick. T-H-I-C-C, maybe. Well, thanks for... I know this topic kind of irks you a little bit, but well, it's it, to be completely honest, it's I'm just I just want Wisconsin to try. I, I, I love like them. I want them to try. I'm at the point in the offseason where this has been something that's been talked about 
Well, forever. I mean, 13 mil, Brian Day just put a price tag on 13 right. mil. Right. Like, I am getting a little... We need like, 15. I, I want football to come. I'm kind of tired of the whole... I know. Week. I don't want to jump over summer, but I want... And I watched some USFL again. It stinks. I'm ready for real football, you know? I don't know. I'm kind of... Like, the NIL thing is what it is at this point. I want to watch teams play football. All right, put it out there. Badger fans, we need 15 million. If Ohio State needs 13, we, we got to get 15. 15. They still wouldn't come to the school. All right, then 16. 16 and winter jackets.